Hi, my name is Beverly Hickman. I work for TRIP. And right now we are at the Oakwood Community Holiday um, Event. The, the whole idea is to get input from the community. So Rachel created this house that looks like a community, and each house represents an issue. Like it can be under um, like events, it can be under health, it can be under um, what is your vision, what is your talent. And what we're trying to do is get people involved that want and bring their gifts and their talent and their purpose. Everyone has purpose in life. And not looking at your job title, whether or not they work or not, whether or not they're male or female, child or adult, but come together as a whole community. And the community, what we're looking for is a melting pot community. We're not looking for one particular person, but everyone in voices. So hopefully, eventually, we would like to develop um, a more residential community, um, Hillside North community, residential monthly meetings. But right now, we're in the beginning stage of it, and this is the beginning process to hear what the people want, not what we think what we should, should happen. Even though I live in a community, I love my community, but I do know there's a lot of hidden gems in that community. There's a lot of good people. They just, right now, life has gave them a rough time, but I believe with all my heart, if you give them an opportunity to express themselves, it will heal that past trauma. It will heal the current health issues. It's gonna heal their family and their future. So that's my, that's my plea. Since I have you here, how are you involved in the community? You work with TRIP, but specifically we met earlier this year in the garden. Can you talk about how you involve yourself in the community? Well, how I involve myself, thank you, that's a really good question. Um, how I involve myself in the community is twofold. One, I live there and I'm experiencing what they're experiencing. So my involvement is to try to be a voice, try to be an advocate and encouragement for them to use their voice. So there's different involvements. We had a Medicare, last month we had a Medicare health insurance, and, and through that we did door reefs. So people were able to relax and talk about, and some really good interesting conversation came up about the history on Hillside North. We also had, um, we supported the voting. We encouraged the community to go out and vote. We did an event for that. We also did, um, our upcoming stuff would be, we're trying to get National Grid to come to the community and help people with budgeting, you know, with budgeting and um, the benefits that National Grid is offering. Oh, girl, so much. Um, we did, of course, the movie with the trauma resilience, and we're trying to figure out how we can continue picking back and off of that in 2023. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> I'm Rachel Lorimer, and I'm an artist. And we're standing in front of this piece that you created. There's an orange, a blue, a purple, a yellow house. Can you? Keep describing it? Sure. So these houses are imaginary, but they are based off of the architecture and the scale and the vibrant community of Hillside North. And these are here so that um, instead of just giving someone a survey and asking them their opinion, we cut up all of our survey questions and we invited people to answer them one at a time and slide each question into a window in the houses or a door. Um, as a way to engage a little more thoughtfully in the process of responding to questions. Um, 
the, yeah. What are some of these window? Can you read some of the, sure, the names in the windows? Yeah. So the questions we, we wanted to um, sort of seek answers to, we found that they clustered into a few categories. So the Orange House, we have community, come together, and creativity. Uh, the Blue House, we have pride, vision, and talent. In the Purple House, we forgot to put words there, but it's it's a heart house. And then um, in the Yellow House, we have gratitude, favorites, and home. The surveys were slid through, so you didn't necessarily see them, but what are some of the feedback that you got from the community? Um, one thing we hear over and over again is the, the neighborhood would love more opportunities for kids to have activities after school and on the weekends that would engage them in the arts, in sports, in safe activities that they can do with their friends and their peers in the neighborhood, but also that will enrich and let them grow and develop their interests outside of school. Are there other aspects to this participatory survey activity that is important to talk about? Hmm. Um, I did hear from folks today that filling out the questions this way really made them think. And I, I thought that that was really great to hear because um, sometimes when we have opportunities for community engagement, the, there's not enough time to really sit. And um, maybe you're only there for an hour or a half hour. It's more of a drop-in. Um, but because of the length of this event, it gave people an opportunity to really sit. We have some couch and chairs here. We wanted to invite them into a space that felt welcoming, that felt like home, that felt like part of the community, which it is. Oakwood absolutely is. Yeah. Thank you so much. And as we head into the new year, do you have any hopes for what's to come? Absolutely. So um, my work with Oakwood is actually a partnership between Oakwood and TRIP. Um, both organizations have partnered with myself as a visual artist and my uh, collaborator Justin Ralph who's a performing artist. So we are working together for two years to bring additional arts and performing arts creative initiatives to the neighborhood and so this piece was really about listening to the interests of the neighborhood and what folks really want to see. Thank you. Uh, my name is Justin Ralph, and I am the director of the Oakwood Community Center's Oakwood Techniques Program. It's a performing arts program for elementary school students. So we spoke just a couple days before this event at Oakwood Community Center. Can you describe how the day has been? Oh, it's been wonderful. We've had um, the community coming out, we've had performances um, from people that are from the Hillside North neighborhood. We've had artwork from the School 2 students, and we're just excited to offer this space um, for them to display their artwork this year. Um, so in about two weeks, they're going to have an open art gallery for the community to come. So it's just been a full um, day full of excitement and, and busyness, and that's what we love here in the Oakwood Community Center. So. Lots of excitement, lots of great questions over there for community yes. reflection, lots of community input. Does this event foreshadow things in the community for next year? 
Oh, absolutely. Um, we are, there's just creative energy that is um, going on and that's happening. So we seek to build upon that. So we've got some more events um, coming out. So people will hear about that as we um, put boots to the ground and start planning. Uh, but most importantly, connecting with the people in the community, just finding out what type of um, energy is here surrounding the arts, um, performing arts or visual arts. And so we're just excited. Um, my biggest hope is that we would be able to, whatever projects, things that we do, that it's community-led. Um, and so I really want to, we really want to raise and uplift uh, the creativity that's already here and spark passion back into uh, the hearts and the minds of those that are here in this neighborhood. Um, so we've been having conversations with people and we've been running into people that say, oh, you know, I used to sing or I used to play an instrument or I used to write a book. And so we are looking forward to sparking that energy again and having people kick off with that momentum. So. Thank you so much, Justin. What else would you like to leave our listeners with? Um, I would just like to wish everyone a merry holiday, um, whatever holiday you celebrate around this winter season. And um, join us. If you see our flyers posted up or whatever, you join us in a celebration of the arts. So. Thank you so much. Thank you. Steven Figueroa. Okay, we're at this beautiful community event at Oakwood Community Center. You do many things for the community. How do you get involved? You know, it's just about, um, you know, seeing what's out there, you know, and also creating events because uh, I also create events too for the community. And I think it's very important that the community have events like this. And I think it's just putting, you know, I get involved by putting myself out there and offering help where help is needed, you know, these these events like this is what brings the community together, bringing resources, and you know, helping our young ones as well. And could you give us a list of the many jobs that you do? So I'm a workforce director at the Boys and Girls Club, also director of Team Hero, which is a, a nonprofit organization that focuses on youth, um, also on the Troy City Council. So I'm all around, you know, I was less fortunate when I came up as a young kid with resources and opportunities. So. This is my way of giving back and connecting young people and also people in general in the community to resources and opportunities. When you think about our community, whether it being North Troy or, or Hillside or just Troy in general, what are some things that you can point to that you're very proud of? Uh, unity, how, you know, and, you know, and in sight of, you know, things and, and difficulties that we face in our community. I think unity is one of the, the biggest and, and beautiful thing that we can see that no matter what we come together as a community and help each other out and and that's how we make our community stronger is being together uniting and um, you know staying together as a whole what is lacking in our community and what would you like to see implemented uh, I definitely would like to see a, a, a larger community center within the North Central um, area. I think Oakwood Community Center is doing a great job um, with all the resources, the food pantries that they're doing, and you know, just following that same model, you know, not recreating or anything. They're doing a great job and just bringing it uh, more in the center and making it a lot bigger and bringing more resources to our young people. Because uh, as we know, there's 
there's a big play in, in gun violence and violence in our community, so we want to get the community together to make sure that um, we're being able to provide that second opportunity to those young people that, that don't have those resources or opportunities to do better in life. Now you said you're proud of the unity and we're lacking community. Where's the middle? What what um, What's the bridge there to make this neighborhood the place, this community the place you want to see? More people. We need more people. We need more mentors. Uh, we need more mentors. We need more people that wants to step up. And, you know, we talk about, you know, we want... Uh, more resources, we want opportunities for the kids, but we need more parents and we need more people that want to step up and be that difference. Uh, a lot of these kids are lacking mentors and we would like to see more adults to come to the table with solutions, with resources, and let's put that together and work. And I think if we have more people involved, we could reach a larger population. And as a council person, how do you think the government needs to take action? Uh, we need to start uh, 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 dropping more funds in these programs. So one of the one of the struggles is, you know, Oakwood is doing a good job. Troy Look is doing a good job. Team Hero is doing a good job, but they don't have enough. Uh, they don't have enough funding um, to be uh, sustainable all year round. So they constantly got to look for grants, look for, and sometimes it becomes a struggle. So supporting these grassroots organization allow them not only to be sustainable but to expand and reach a larger population of young people okay so we're heading to the end of the year what's coming up next year any hopes for for 2023 yeah we're hoping for this community center definitely um i'm, I'm passionate and i want to push for it uh we're we're trying to work on a uh violence prevention prevention task force Again, like I said before, is getting all the community members, getting solutions together, go boots on grounds, and, and trying to come up with a solution with this violence. And I know I keep mentioning violence, but it's it's been huge, especially in this area that I represent. And I want to put a I want to put an end to it. We need peace in our community. We need unity. So um, I want to get together with the community, build the task force, start boots on ground, and start getting the work done. Stephen Figueroa, it's been a pleasure. Any last words for our listeners? Um, you know, if you're if you're passionate, if you're looking to something for something to do, if you want to make a difference in the community, stay involved, be involved, come to these community events. If you see a, a young person in need of a mentor, of a leader, reach out to him because um, we need more people in the community, and let's let's continue to be united. My name is Heather Lane. I'm the art teacher at school too. How fundamental is learning the art at, in those ages? It's extremely fundamental, um, almost like a necessity. It's uh, an ability, an avenue for the students to express themselves other than verbally, um, which a lot of them sometimes at a younger age they struggle with. And even as they go through certain um, challenges in life, they still continue to struggle with expressions verbally or even written with written language. So the arts give them and the opportunity to visually with pictures or, you know, 3D arts or even like with dance and music, it just gives them another form of expression. Do you feel like the arts are given the respect that it is due in the education system? I think we're working towards that. Um, I don't think that we get the respect or even the uh, the support that we need. Um, social emotional learning is such a hot topic right now and the arts have been 
providing social emotional learning for a long time for our students and now it's become way more of a necessity and I think that that's why the support and the focus is slowly starting to shift. And the arts have also been a way for you to engage with the community. I heard that you were working in the garden. Could you talk about how, could you give some examples of how the arts has brought you to the community and also your students? The arts have allowed me to work more in the community because it's kind of like an extension outside of the classroom. Um, and once you come out of the school, the expression of students seems to change. So between working in the garden with planting and making, like we did a lot of the painted rocks for outside and just the structural development of the garden, we also have done a, a mural at school too last year also. So the pride in their community outside of the building, outside of their quote unquote classroom environment, um, has definitely changed a lot of the students and some of the families' um, feelings about art. Uh, we have some murals that are working on in the school. So just the stepping outside of the classroom makes that bridge, that connection. Um, and then they're able to meet community artists and they're able to see that people make their career in different fields of art. Just beyond painting and drawing, because such, it's such a broader aspect that I don't think many of our community members, especially our children, are really aware of quite yet. So we're here at the Oakwood Community Center holiday event. Uh, how are you involved in this community? Okay, so Oakwood is definitely right down the street from my school. And um, we've been here four years working with creating art in the community. And now we're branching outside of school and able to work in one of the centers that a lot of my students are at after school or have just become accustomed to because it's part of their community and they have their work shown here so we've moved the art show from an area which really didn't support our community into an area that's part of our community and it seems to be quite an impact um, and it just gives them a further connection to you know how their work that they do during the day because sometimes that gets lost like how is this really how is this important Mrs. Lane and now they're they're seeing their work out in the community and they have people who are complimenting them uh, and people who are um, talking to them about their work and it gives them the ability to discuss why and how they created and just an extension of their voice and their expression and their identity. Do you have any wishes for the community for next year or any messages for listeners? Um, my biggest wish is that our community continues to come together in all aspects, um, connecting the pieces of home to school to community involvement because the only way that we're going to be successful in this community is for us to learn how to work together through our challenges, through our celebrations, and learn how to support one another you know, from the arts to the needs of life, uh, to beautifying the community, uh, to learning how to just support one another from day to day so that we can grow stronger. Thank you so much for talking with me. Thank you, it was my pleasure.